0: Join the meal, because Party of Redemption, your table is now ready. Welcome to the table. By now it is 2020, and we're celebrating a brand new year. But today, for the sake of this conversation, I'm in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. It is the last day of 2019, just less than 24 hours from entering into a new year, and I'm sitting here. In wishbone recording studios with marty rabin marty welcome to redemption's table
1: robert it's good to be with you
0: thank and you introduce. for the honor that, well, uh,
1: brother I, I i i consider it an honor yes sir anytime you can get to talk about the lord it's always a good thing
0: yes it is you were the lead singer for the band shenandoah uh-huh. uh, and. Um, I remember listening to your music when it when it first came out. A lot of great songs. My favorites are "Sunday in the South." I think that was on y'all's first album. Is that right? That's right.
1: Well, yeah. it, it was the first album that uh, that people had recognized. We we'd put an album out. Uh, our first release uh, was in '88, okay. and it was just a self-titled album, Shenandoah. And uh, on that record, we had a tune called "She Doesn't Cry Anymore," and. Uh, Really, at that time, Columbia Records was was really wanting to see if 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 our heads was going to bob out of the water, you know, when they threw us out there, mm-hmm. you know, to the public, and and uh, because at that time, you know, a, a quest of of artists were, were plentiful, mm-hmm. and they were signing everybody and his brother. So it was one of those kind of things, you know, where you know if if you achieved and you showed. You know, uh, could show that you know, hey, hey you know, th- there must be something to these guys, or, or something to this gal, or something to that 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 guy. Then, th- then we'll we'll see where this goes. We'll we'll start working with them and stuff, and then we'll do, then we'll get behind them, and then we'll start promoting them, that kind of stuff. And that's when eighty nine came around because we had we had shown that uh, uh, to radio and to the public that that with the, she doesn't cry anymore, and Mama knows and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Church on Cumberland Road came out after that you know we we went to a uh, the first record uh that that we showed chart we had two records that that actually really didn 't chart at all okay uh, uh and then uh, the the next one that we had the third record that we delivered was a tune called mama knows that that went to went to number four so okay. that was our first top five record but before that was a tune that that uh that was our first top ten record. And it uh, went to number nine, and it was uh, "She Doesn't Cry Anymore." Okay, and from there, so then the label said, "You know, well, hey, uh, let's, let's, you know, we're we're out of singles. Uh, we put this one out. You know, this doing pretty good. Let's find out what we got." So we did. We went in the studio, uh, literally on the cusp of of, uh, of "Mama Knows," and uh, we we went forward in that. Uh, as well as, I mean, literally being in the studio while while the last thing that we had at radio was being played. Mm-hmm. So then uh, by the time 89 rolled around, we had uh, a Church on Cumberland Road ready to go, mm-hmm. and, and then Sunday in the South, and and Two Dozen Roses, and, and uh, 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 See If I Care. Uh, because th- they had taken um, uh, She Doesn't Cry Anymore, and they had put that on that album as well, too. Okay, and so therefore, we had a career, and but that career really was going to uh, to evolve around what they call your sophomore record, which is the record I'm talking about. Okay. It was called "The Road Not Taken." Okay, and that's where you found those tunes: "The Church on Cumberland Road," and and uh, uh, "Mama Knows," and "Sunday in the South," and and "See If I Care," and and she doesn't cry anymore, and. It started showing up really well, and then from there, then we, we moved on, and they'd set a date <laughs> for us to cut another record. So, in other words, it wasn't done with us. And it was certainly wasn't like the the one before where, where we didn't know whether we were going to do another record or not.
0: Okay. I learned in preparing for this interview that y'all started here in Muscle Shoals. Yeah, we sure did. Did not know that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Just right down the road uh, from, from Wishbone here, we uh, – uh, we did our our first three records at Fame Recording Studio, and, okay. and uh, Robert Byrne and, and and Rick Hall, the founder of uh, one of the founders of, of Fame. Uh, that that actually stands for uh, Florence, Alabama Music Enterprises. Okay, is what Fame stood for, and it was uh, he and Billy Sherrill and uh, uh, Buddy Killen that and another gentleman, I forget his name. I ought to be ashamed of myself, but uh anyway the, the the those fellas moved on to nashville and rick stayed here in the shows and but anyway at fame is where we did our first three records okay
0: yeah the, like i say one of my favorites is sunday in the south next to you next to me Love that song all yeah you know, i'm I'm grateful we still have barbecue chicken I, th- I don't Man. know that. do- I think we still have the t v guide, but it's you know that line you know barbecue chicken on this t v guide uh, I think t v guide's a little different than it was thirty years ago yeah. uh I love ghost in this house, such a powerful imagery in that yeah. song It sure and and y'all want a Grammy for what song y'all did a do it with some way
1: well now, we we actually were up for a Grammy for for uh Ghost in his house. Okay. Uh, nominated Grammy. And then uh then uh, later on when when we started cutting in Nashville, uh we did the record Long Time Coming. Mm-hmm. And on that album was a tune called uh Somewhere in the vicinity of the Heart, uh with Allison Krause. Mm-hmm. And uh we got the Grammy on that in ninety five as well as the uh, uh the CMA's vocal event of the year, uh we'd got that.
0: Okay. Yeah, See, so she has such a beautiful uh-huh. voice, and you have such a distinct voice. That's a good blending of two bluegrass voices there. I was not aware until here in the last few days how how influential bluegrass has been in your career and in your life. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: grew up, grew up doing that. I, I, my, my, whole family uh, was into the Flat and Scruggs, the Bill Monroe, the Jimmy Martin, and the Sunny Mountain Boys, the Osborne Brothers. And I had two brothers, and uh, we sang together, trioed. And uh, uh, my dad played fiddle. Uh, uh, we picked up a couple, two or three banjo players down through the years. Uh, one lived in Lakeland, Florida, Ron Rimmer. And uh, Steve Pruitt lived in Forest City, uh, Florida. And and, uh, and then Wayne Bennett lived just right outside of Jacksonville. Uh, uh, and we traveled literally throughout the southeastern United States playing bluegrass festivals, but we were more uh, uh when when doing what we did. uh I loved the the hard drive of the five string banjo and and what Jimmy Martin would do. Mm-hmm. And of course, my daddy was a was an awfully big big fan. And and who in the world would not be uh for for what who Bill Monroe called the greatest fiddler in bluegrass music, Kenny Baker. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad loved his fiddling, so therefore there's a whole lot of combination going on there and, and then my brothers we we, we kind of pursued a um uh, uh uh an old Stanley sound uh Ralph and Carter Stanley and, and uh, uh the Leuven brothers Jim and Jesse the Osborne brothers mm-hmm. uh brother acts okay. you know because we were brothers you know and that sibling harmony thing we we kind of attached ourselves you know to that uh as well as you know some of the stuff that the hard-driving stuff that Jimmy Martin would do. And, and uh, uh, that, that way, uh, my dad, he sang bass.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so, therefore, a lot of times at the Bluegrass Festivals, they would have us do the Sunday morning. You know, used to a long time ago at Bluegrass Festivals, they actually would have a Sunday morning service before okay. people would leave. And a lot of times they would, they would have a pastor come. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe from the local area that they'd have You know, from the association they'd have a pastor come, and and we would provide the music. You know, we would be the we would be the music on Sunday morning. Okay. You know, we'd do that, and then the pastor would speak, and he'd give an invitation, and and then you know then we'd sing some more, and and then after that, you know, at twelve o'clock, then the bluegrass would start back. Everything we did was bluegrass gospel stuff, okay. quartet numbers, and, and and such, and and. Uh, we did that quite a bit, and a lot of times at festivals, that's what we were hired for. They used to have them Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Now they have them on Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. And uh, but a lot of times they would have us on Saturdays and Sundays so that we could do the Sunday morning
0: okay.
1: uh, gospel thing for the promoters.
0: Well, it's uh, I, I just I love bluegrass music. It's uh, uh, again, like I say, I have eclectic taste in music. You, you were in Shenandoah the first time around. You're back with them now. Right. I understand. Uh-huh. How long were you with them the first time around? From from the start of the band until when did you leave the band? How many uh,
1: years there? I, I was I was with the band altogether. Uh, we we actually started in '85, in and then uh, uh, then I left in in '17. In okay. Uh. uh so. Uh, and and then uh, uh, I left in '97 is 97. when I left. Okay, and uh, and then being gone from the band and returning was seventeen years. Okay, okay. So uh,
0: how many concerts did y'all sing in that time? You just a round ballpark figure.
1: Uh, I would say we were probably doing uh, uh, anywhere from eighty to a hundred a year. Uh, yeah, a year. Okay, but then you know you you had CMA Week. Mm-hmm. You know, which literally took the week. And then you had Fanfare, mm-hmm. which now they now it's called CMA Fest. Okay. Uh, and then you had uh, CRS Country Radio Seminar. So that was that literally was three weeks that that you would be away from home. See, we we all we at that time we every one of us in the band still lived here in Muscle Shows.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, uh, now, of course, just the two of us, the original members, uh, myself and Mike McGuire. Uh, you know, we we still live here okay but uh so therefore you know that was 3 weeks and then you know you would go to uh, you would go to canada uh you'd go to california well you know it it it'd take you 2 or 3 days to you know to get get across uh out to california cuz you mm-hmm. know you'd stop in amarillo you may do a date in texas you may do a you know on the way out mm-hmm. uh to phoenix Something like that, and then you'd finally get to uh, California. And then you'd work up the coast, mm-hmm. and then from the coast, then then y- you know you you may drift uh, up into to Washington and to Oregon and stuff like that, and and Vancouver, and and then then then, then ease your way back. And sometimes that you know was uh, it wasn't something that you were doing every day. Mm-hmm. You'd work two or three days, and you wouldn't work for four or five days. Okay, you know because you you know because you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna drive to the house, turn right back around, and drive right back out. Right. You know, I mean, you you, you just stayed out there, and uh, 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 therefore that's that, that's what we did. And and uh, so by the time you know uh, that something like that would end, we'd be gone for like six weeks.
0: Okay. Did you have songs like funnest songs that you loved to have these on your set list? Maybe when they first came out, or or it was just always one of those songs you just flat out enjoyed singing. Were there songs like that during those years?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, in fact, uh, the thing that, uh, that, that 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 even to this day that we enjoy doing, uh, we'll still take songs. Uh, I'd mentioned to you the the album, the road not taken. Mm-hmm. See, we we wanted the road not taken to be the last single instead of see if I care. Okay. We wanted it to be the last single because we we felt we we'd been doing it live. And we had already seen the reaction of the audience when mm-hmm. we would do it, uh, and, and that 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 was a tender time uh, in country music uh, uh, because it it was one of those times when when people were were, were truly really listening to the lyric, mm-hmm. you know they were really really mm-hmm. involved in the lyric, and and we felt like that that the road not taken had something to say more than see if I cared. That was you know about another about another breakup, mm-hmm. you know, and it just seemed like uh, the possession of of what The Road Not Taken could share with somebody, uh, it, it just had a few more beans in the pot.
0: Right. Yeah, and I, and I think that's what drew me to the country toward the end of the 80s, like what I said. You know, the, the lyrics and the, the, the strong, positive themes that were coming out of Nashville yeah. uh, and in country music at that time. Um, I thought about a song that I grew up singing and leading youth groups to sing. He paid a debt, talking about Jesus. Right. He paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away and now I sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace, all day long. Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. And I thought about you, that lyric this morning, driving up. Uh, And now I sing a brand new song because something happened along the journey. Uh, in your spiritual journey, um, where God interrupted your song, I, I don't know. Maybe that's that's would be my way of being an outsider looking in to put it. You may. You, how would you put it? You know, when did redemption show up in your life in a big way, Marty?
1: Well, in, in desperation, uh, uh, I came. I came to the Lord the coward's way. I really did. I, I came to God the coward's way. Uh, I literally know uh, that I was drawn by the spirit of God. You know, uh, two years before I ever surrendered, Okay. and uh, I, I was drinking extremely, extremely bad. And uh, some of it was because I wanted to. Most of it is because I, I didn't want God to catch me. And what I mean by that is, is, is. My personality it's it's whole hog or die. Mm-hmm. I am I am absolutely an A personality. I mean it's it's all or nothing, and uh, and I knew if God ever got his hands on me, it, it, you know, look, what, what what I know in life, what I enjoy in life, what what means the world to me in life, it's over. Man, it's, you know, I ain't going to be able to go out and drink with my buddies. I ain't going to be able to stay out all night long and and, and party and that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. play music and stuff. I I, I ain't going to be able to do stuff like that. You know, man, I'm going to have to go to church and all this other kind of stuff. I remember what it was like going to church on Sunday morning. You know, you wanted to lay in the bed and sleep and that kind of stuff. You, you know, Lord, I, I wind up going Sunday night. I, I wind up going Wednesday evening. And, mm-hmm. and, and all, and, you know, I I just, you know, I, I, I don't want to do that. hmm I, I want. I still want to be the captain of my own destiny and the captain of my own ship, you know. And I, and I knew good and well that that, that if God ever got me, that's that 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 literally was going to change. And I wasn't ready for that to change. And 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 I, had, we had come in. We we had been on a run. We'd been down to Texas for a couple of weeks. And uh, I'd come into the house and I'd called a couple of buddies of mine. One of them that that had the key that worked in a in a private club. Mm-hmm uh probably 8 miles literally from the spot that we're sitting. Uh it's a place called the Lamp Okay. And uh uh I called him up and I said, "Man, look, I, I man I'm in town. We ain't, we ain't got to go back out." And I said, "Man, I let me let me bring my guitar and let's man let's have a have a guitar pull." And he knew what that meant. That mm-hmm. meant, you know, he 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 he'd, he'd screwed up some cocaine from somewhere and and of course we we were down there in a in a in a vault of liquor, mm-hmm. and uh, beer and anything else in the world we wanted to drink, and it's a private club, and 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 although he could stay open, you know, uh, seven days a week, you know, he 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 usually was closed on Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you know it, it didn't really have much of a business, you know, through the through the week, only on the weekends, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, if it was a special. You know, weekend, you know, mm-hmm. Labor Day or Memorial Day, whatever. Uh, but anyway, so we we went down there, and uh, uh, I, I I'd gotten down there, and uh, I the next thing, honest and truly, that I I remember, other than the times that, that that we had normally done what we did, I I woke up on the couch at my house, and uh, don't know how in the world I got there. Mm. Don't have the the foggiest clue in the world how how I got there. I just know that I I got there, and uh, uh, I mean I I didn't know if anybody drove me whether I drove myself I, I had no idea, blacked out or or whatever in the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, so nonetheless I I uh, I got up from the couch and I know that I didn't feel good and uh, I mean I I mean to the when I say I didn't feel good I I, I didn't feel good at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, my heart was about to beat out of my chest. I, 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 I literally, I, 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 I thought my heart was going to explode.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, uh, therefore, that that presented some concern. <laughs> and uh, and I thought, well, you know, I, I I'll, I'll make my way downstairs and I'll, uh, I'll get me something to, I'll get me something to drink, see if mm-hmm. I can, you know, settle down a little bit, kind of calm myself down. I'd been drunk before and. Couple of beers would kind of, kind of, you know, soothe it off, kind mm-hmm. of, you know, level, level me out. I got down there, and, and uh, uh, when I got up, I, I was as swimmy hit as I could be. I mean, I, every time my heart would beat, I literally would see black blotches in front of my eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just it, it was amazing. I, you know, and I say that in the sense that I, I, I didn't know your heart could beat that hard, mm-hmm. and uh, I, it, it could. In fact. Uh, uh, I made my way down and stared, having to hold on to the wall and all that kind of stuff. Now, I knew I had a case of beer down there. I knew I had some liquor down there too, but see, I had to hide it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I would hide it out in different places because if my wife ever found it, my wife would either throw it away or pour it out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because my, my my wife didn't didn't want me drinking. And 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 I understand that. Yeah. And and. Uh, Anyway, so nonetheless, I I made my way downstairs and I scooted over a couple of paint cans and and when I did, I I uh, uh, reached into a case of beer and I grabbed a couple of beers out of there and I popped the top on a on a can of it and and I asked myself <laughs> because all the way down to the uh, to the basement, I, I I I thought, man, you know, I I. I Man, I've never felt this way before. I, man, I, man, I feel like I could die. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've just never felt this way before. I mean, I, I you know, I just, man, this, this is, man, I, I, you know, like I'm saying it, my heart beating as hard as it was, it was a bit of a concern.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, anyway, so I, I got thinking, man, I, land sakes. So when I popped that uh, can of beer and I fixing chug lug it and stuff like that, I had the audacity to ask myself if I died. Would I go to heaven hmm. now ain't that something uh, you know look I, I, I don't i don't ever remember uh as a child uh, uh to through, through all the years of uh, of my life to that point
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know i've always believed that there was a god I always believed that there was a uh a Jesus that, mm-hmm. that 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 I'd heard about that he went to the cross, his son. Uh, I'd I, I'd even I'd even believed when I was little. boy I even believed in the Holy Spirit, and I'd, it scared me when I was little, mm-hmm. because you know d- 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 they didn't call it. It was a no, Holy Ghost.
0: That's right, Holy Ghost.
1: And the Holy Ghost, that ghost thing, that you know that you know that's the kind of thing like monsters under the bed mm-hmm. and a monster in the closet type thing. I, you know, I, I I didn't care for that. Holy Ghost thing you know and now I wouldn't give anything in the world for it yeah because I, I recognize and I, I know what it is now but uh, and we, I I remember saying to the Lord I Lord if I if I die and I, I literally mean I, I I was at the point I, I thought you know look I'm I'm gonna sit here right here on a stool and my heart's going to explode i i i'm i'm literally going to die right here on the floor of this concrete floor of this, this garage basement i'm i'm going to die right here mm-hmm. and uh and i said lord if i die i, I don't want to go to hell I, I i i don't want to go to hell and lord i as many times as i've asked you to come into my heart as many times i've said the sinner's prayer mm-hmm. you know uh I mean, I knew it by heart, but mm-hmm. see it. It uh, at that it, at the times I would say, and I I was saying it out either out of emotionalism or, or just conviction because I'd felt bad about what I'd done. You know, mm-hmm. Lord, I'm sick. You know, I've drank too much. Lord God, if you help me, I didn't. I won't ever do this again. Yeah. But uh, like I say, I I'd, I'd been running from God as hard as I could run, and I, I I I, I literally knew what even though I would deny it. Uh, I knew what conviction was. I even had people tell me, said, man, I, you know, God's had me praying for you." Hmm. And I said, "Man, man, 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 you know, don't be saying that. You know, but well, I'm just telling you. You know, God's mm-hmm. had me. Is everything all right? Yeah, man, everything's great. Everything's fine. Man, you you don't need to be. Man, pray for somebody else. You know, man, pray for pray for those cats that need it. Yeah. You know, but see that you know, and and look, I I understood conviction. And. uh and I knew that I'd come to the place where, where, uh, and I look. I, I believe this, whether anybody wants to believe this or not, Robert. It really doesn't make any difference. But I literally believe, wholeheartedly, in my spirit. I, I believe that if I had not said yes to the Lord that day, He probably would have taken me out of here. Yeah. I believe that. Uh, so, well, you know, I, you know, you say that, but I, you know what? You, 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 you're not you're still here yeah well i'm still here because i i i, I asked the lord i said lord i, I, I look I, I don't even know what to do I, I i don't even really even know what to say i like I say I, I i know the sinner's prayer but lord i here's what i i, I just know that i i i don't want to die and go to hell
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't want to go to hell lord i, I i've got youngins that's upstairs that lord that that don't even know as much as much as I do about mm-hmm. the Bible, and Lord, I've 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 not taught them anything. You know, my wife and I, you know, we 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 have we, never been to a church mm. together. We didn't even get married in a church. Lord, I, I'm not making a deal with you. But Lord, if you if if you want me, I, I I'm I'm yours. I, I I'll do. I'll do whatever it is you want me to do. I I I I I, I surrender. I just I, I just I just give it up. And uh, of course, I I I truly was sincere. Mm-hmm. And literally, for for the first time in my life, uh, look, bells and whistles didn't go off. Nobody shot any streamers. I didn't hear any sirens. None of that stuff. I share this in my testimony a bit. Mm-hmm. But for one time in my life, I literally felt, I felt as if I was as clean.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I felt like I, I literally did not have a smudge on me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I i almost felt like I could set up and nothing would hinder me, mm-hmm. you know. In other words, like I'd, I'd taken off that old coat. Yeah and put on the new and, and uh uh even to the point that i i it, it, it literally was so real that I, I i even thought to myself i don't ever want to sin again
2: hmm.
1: I, I, I don't ever want to do anything that would take away this feeling that i feel right now and of course i've i have failed him miserably yeah since you know March the fifteenth, nineteen ninety-one, I've, I've failed him absolutely miserably, you know. But through the years of of, of coming to know him, I, I realized that, that 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 grace is not just something that you obtain mm-hmm. when 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 you get that grace from God. It's something that that literally becomes a part of you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that 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 you share. Uh, with other people that 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 you know look if God was willing to overlook all the faults that I had to meet my need he 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 didn't do that just for me, yeah he done that for the whole world and 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 he done that for people that would be willing to have it
2: mm-hmm.
1: and sometimes. What you recognize and you realize, and, and 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 through the love of God, you find out that there's actually people that that want it. They they just don't know how to get it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because there's literally so much junk that's out there right yeah. now. Yeah, you, know, you got to do this. You got to do that. If you don't do this, you don't do that. You know, you can't have this. You can't mm-hmm. do that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm 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 reading a book right now, The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. A.W. Tozer, yeah. And it's it's an absolutely wonderful book, and, and literally in the in the first chapter, and and it's it's literally stuck with me. The first chapter, in in other words, dumb all this Christianity stuff down, just mm-hmm. dumb it down. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know, it, it, it's it, it's not all that uh, stuff that that that, that we've got to make it to be, right? Because what it's about, it, it's literally about relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relationship that I have with my wife, the intimacy that I have with my wife, is the same intimacy that I have with God, mm-hmm. and and th- that's that's what God wants. Uh, I made the statement a while ago. I I literally believe when 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 you don't read,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then, then you don't have God that day.
2: Yeah,
1: and the reason why you don't have God that day is because you you didn't take time. To to, to re- right. what? so so you telling me I lost my salvation? No, no. Yeah. no, absolutely not. You didn't lose your salvation, but you know you you lost something today. And this is just the way that mm-hmm. I believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You lost something that maybe that you could have shared with somebody mm-hmm. that was spoke to you in the word that you literally heard from God on, and before you know it, at four thirty in the afternoon, uh, on the uh, on the thirty first day of December, that what I read this morning. It, it parlayed right into a conversation mm-hmm. with somebody that said, you know, look, th- th- this th- th- this will
0: help you. Yeah. It's amazing this, how that happens. Th- this will strengthen you so many times.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and you know and, and that's it, it, that, how does that happen? Yeah. It's it happens by design. Yeah. And the reason why it is is because we 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 literally live and 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 come along beside because God mm-hmm. allows us to come along beside mm-hmm. him. Because we are the unseen hand of God that this world can't see God
2: mm-hmm.
1: unless they see it in us. Right. Because, that you know, folks, folks want something they can touch. Mm-hmm. They want something they can look at and they can understand, mm-hmm. you know. They even want somebody to help them with their unbelief.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And with somebody with the unseen hand of God come along beside them and say, look, it, it's, you, you, you don't have to see it mm-hmm. to believe it. I was I was on a plane one time. I was flying out of Hartsfield Field uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, man, I and this is when I had left the group. Canada was doing a lot of preaching, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd, I'd been on a revival uh, or been in revival, I should say. Uh, man, had had a absolutely fantastic time with the Lord all week uh man in in my study mm-hmm. you know in the in the in the sessions and then in the preaching uh that night i mean it was just man it was an overflow of people just just literally what i what i enjoyed was coming to the knowledge mm-hmm. of where they needed to be yes, there were some decisions, mm-hmm. but there were some people that truly understood You're right what it was and uh and and and, and to obtain uh what they needed to get from God to help them on their way and I'm mm-hmm. talking about people that that profess to be saved and mm-hmm. it it was a it was a fantastic meeting and and, and to be honest we I I literally was about as give out I I was as drained mm-hmm. as as if I'd if I'd been out laying block and brick all week which I I did that with my dad as I was growing up I'm blocking I'm a block and brick layer uh mason's tender and I sat down on the plane, and there wasn't but one seat on that plane left. Hmm. I mean, the plane was packed. And I'm thinking, Lord goodness, now here I am, man. I I, I literally can even stretch my arm out. I, you know, man, I I'm I'm in the in a seat. and I'm thinking, man, I can just stretch out and just, man, I. It ain't gonna be, man. I'll be in Huntsville in no time. No, 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 no problem at all, man. You know, man. You know, 37 minutes. You know, 30 minutes. I man. I I'll be on the ground. Mm-hmm. in in, in Huntsville. Well, here come this fella down the (laughs) down the aisle. I'm thinking well, you know they they ain't no more seats on this plane except for the one that's beside me so I I reckon I know where he's going to be set. And I thought you know, and and look brother I'm just trying to be transparent. Mm -hmm. Look I don't want to talk to nobody. I've been there. I I I don't look, I, I, man. I want to be left alone. I've been there. I, I'm gonna sit down. This old boy's gonna be a chatterbox. I, I, you know, I, I just know it. I just know it. I know it. I know it. And I sat down, and 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 there we were. We were taxiing to the runway, and <laughs> that old boy he ain't said nothing. Just excuse me and thank you. Mm-hmm. That's all he'd say And And Lord said. Uh, I want you to talk to him, and I—I I, I knew what that was,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I thought, Lord, okay, I, I've, I've argued with the Lord so many times, I, you know, I—it's I, <laughs> a fixed fight. You may as well just go ahead and do it. Yeah. So I got talking to him, and his gentleman's name was Tom North. I'll never forget it as long as the day I live. The reason why I was going to Hunts was because he, he literally was a rocket scientist.
2: Hmm. Wow.
1: Very intelligent, very eloquent when he spoke. Uh and I'm thinking, man, this country hillbilly, Hick mess I I got going on. I you know, w- while we were talking, you know, I got to asking him and stuff and like I'm saying, you know, and I, I, I knew I had I knew I had thirty seven minutes. Mhm. You know, I knew I had that, and uh, I love to witness to people on the plane. I really do. Uh, now at this particular time, I didn't, but because uh, I know they ain't going no way. Yeah. Unless they're wing Captive
0: audience. You know. Right there.
1: And <laughs> so anyway, so I I, uh, I I don't I don't I don't browbeat nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't pound nobody with no ninety pound Bible because I, I didn't want to be done that way either. Yeah. So we got talking to him, you know, just about you know his family and stuff like that. Where where did he live and you know this kind of stuff. And just kind of opened it up and left it warm and you know that kind of stuff. And I asked him. I said, uh, uh, I, I told him my name and and stuff. And he looked at me real funny. And and uh, uh, occasionally while we were talking, he, he he continued to look at me funny and and uh, kind of strange to the point that that. Uh, it seemed like he recognized something. I thought, well, you know, he's probably probably a country music fan, and I don't know this. Not, mm-hmm. you know, really at that point, I could care less. Uh, uh, but anyway, so I uh, I asked him. I said, uh, I said, Mister North. I, I said, what, what, what do you do? And he said, Well, he said, actually, he said, I work for Wharton Thickeley. He said, I, I'm I'm on my way to to the Space and Rocket Center. He said, Man, I'm a. He said. <laughs> He said go go ahead and chuckle if you want to. He said, I <laughs> said, am a rocket scientist. And he said they they've got a little problem over here. And he said, I live in Massachusetts. He said, I, I go to MIT and he said, I uh he said, That's where I work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he said, I'm coming down here to fix and look look at a problem that they've got and I'm trying to trying to see what I can do to do about fixing it and seeing what uh seeing what we can do, you know, to, to fix it. And I said, uh, uh it's fixing problem. I said, "Is that that what you are? You're troubleshooter and stuff like that." And he said, "Yeah, a lot of times." Mm-hmm. And uh, and I thought, you know, and here I am. Now I, I'm talking to a fella that that that's, <laughs> you know, I can tell he he's got me. He's got me by miles mm-hmm. as far as his intellect and and all that other kind of stuff. And 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 I did under my breath. And in my thought, I just said, "Lord, give give me." Give me, give me something to that this gentleman, you know, would would identify to. What what in the world can I say to this man? And uh, I said, Mister North, I said, uh, I said, if you were to die right now, I said, would you would you go to heaven? He said, Oh yeah, yeah. He said, Yeah, I, I'd go to heaven. I said, uh, Why would you go to heaven? He said, Well, I, I'm a Lutheran, and I said. Uh, I said, oh, I said, okay. Uh, I said, well, let me ask you this. I said, uh, being a Lutheran, I said, do you do, do you do you believe? I said, do you believe in God?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He said, oh yeah. He said, yeah, yeah, I'm a Lutheran. I said, well, no, no, look, let's. I'm a Baptist, but let's let's don't bring the Baptist up, and let's don't bring the the Lutheran up. Let's mm-hmm. let's just talk uh, about. Let's don't talk about our churches. Mm-hmm. Because really when it comes down to it, I said, now, it, it, you know, it, you, your God, you know, that, you know, is is who he is. And see, my God is who he is to me. Mm-hmm. And although I'm a Baptist, you know, it doesn't change. He's still the same God whether, whether right. he would be a Lutheran God or whether he'd be a Baptist God.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I'm trying my best to try to explain this. And I said... Uh, so with that, it, that as it is, I said, you know, it's it's real important that that, that first off that that we recognize that there, that there is a God,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that that He sent His Son Jesus to die on the cross, and Him dying on the cross, and Him being crucified, He 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 literally bled and died, you know, for our salvation. Now He He came to do that. Mm-hmm. He 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 didn't. His bunch didn't decide they didn't like him, and then the other bunch said, Well, if you don't like him, and we don't care for him either, then here's what we're going to do. We're just going to crucify him. It wasn't anything like that at all. I said, Mr. North, I said, What I'm trying to explain to you. And I said, We'll take off from here if you don't care. I said, His his dime was a slam dunk victory Mm -hmm. for the kingdom of God. And I said, Now, I said, Now, you're a rocket scientist. I said, I don't know anything in the world about rockets, nothing. And we were sitting right beside the the engine. Mm -hmm. I said, now, a while ago after we taxied, I said, we took off. I said, I heard that pilot say a while ago that we were 27,000 feet in the air. Mm -hmm. Mr. North, I don't know how in the world we got 27,000 feet in the air. I don't know how in the world we started at one end of a runway. And that pilot up there, he gave the juice to it, and it set us back in our seats, you and I both, and everybody else on this plane with thrust. I said, I understand thrust, and I understand wing flaps from nothing more than just hearing it while I've been flying. And while somebody said, you know, the flaps have got to be up and all this other kind of stuff, I said, that, that's pretty much about all of it. I don't know anything about that engine. Mm-hmm. But I know that that engine had enough thrust. In fact, it had what what I would call, It had enough faith for me to know that I would get on a plane in Atlanta, Georgia and land in Huntsville, Alabama. I believed by faith that this plane would take... That's the reason why I got on it Mm -hmm. because I believed it was going to take me from one place to another. I said, now, salvation is the same way. And I said, what Christ come to do And what Christ came to give us is what we receive by faith. You know, the grace that he gives us, you know, we have to receive that. Mm -hmm. And it's our will whether we want it or not, whether we want to be a Lutheran or whether we want to be a Baptist. That really doesn't make any difference.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: What makes a difference is do we want a relationship with him? Mm -hmm. And what it takes to have a relationship with him. Is to truly get to know Him, but He, He's got to want to know us too. Mm-hmm. So, when we ask God, Lord, if You would, would You reveal Yourself to me? And then all of a sudden, you 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 get something in your spirit. Something mm-hmm. happens, and God's dealing with you. Now, you you may have felt that feeling before, and and didn't didn't recognize what that was, or It may have been something that you you just kind of splashed through it like it like it really didn't mean anything, Mm -hmm. and just thought, well, you know, okay, well, you know, I I go to church, I'm faithful at that. Mm -hmm. You know, you told me a while ago you're faithful at going. You know, Mm -hmm. you you went to church, you know, uh, this morning, Mm -hmm. and that you were, you know, you were able to come on this trip after you were in church this morning. That's how faithful you were. Mm -hmm. That that that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. But, Mr. North, that's not what gets you to heaven.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's only one way under, under the Lord, and that's through Christ. and Christ alone, there's only one way. And he's willing to forgive you of your sins if, if, that's, if that's what you're willing to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, Mr. North, now look, Nat, I want you to truly understand where I'm at with this. You're an intelligent man. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to explain everything in the world I can to you with the time that I've got got with you. And what my prayer for you is going to be is that you're going to take that knowledge, you're going to study that knowledge, and God's going to reveal himself to you by drawing you to himself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's my prayer for you is that, that, that that's what God would do. God would draw, and you would understand that that's God trying to, trying to get you to come to him
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that you would recognize that. Not just that you would say a, say a prayer on a plane and, right. and you said that prayer and the plane's going down and we're fixing the crash and so I, I want to make sure I got my life right and all that other kind of stuff. I, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where you come to the place where you would recognize what you need more in life than anything else in the world is. There's not more knowledge about what you can do with the problem you've got that Morton ficall calls got you on a, on a, on a job. But that your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ is everything that it should be in the day in which you do die, mm-hmm. and at that point we were fixing the land. He goes, "Now I, 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 I know you. How do I? How do I know you?" I said, "Well, I, I, I really don't know, uh, Mister North." He said, "You. He you 'You're a TV preacher, aren't you?'" And I said, "No, sir. I, I'm not." He said, "Well, then how, how do I know you?" I said, "Well, now, I, I played in the country music band with the group Shannon hmm. I knew it." He said, "Y'all don't have a CD that I don't have." How about that? He said, I, "He said I looked at you and, and, and I recognized the first time that, that he, he he looked at me like, man, I know you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know where I know you from, but I know you." And mm-hmm. he had that look about, you know, man, I, I'm a little puzzled here, but I know you. Mm-hmm. And he he said, uh, he said, so "What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I, I said I, I've been at revival. I, I said I, I've been, been preaching revival." He goes, uh, so, "So you're not singing anymore?" I said, "No, I, I, I still sing, but I said, uh, and I said I still sing some Shenandoah tunes too, mm-hmm. even at the churches I go to. That way, folks can can know where I came from, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I said I think that's important that people would know where you came from to what God's done in your life mm-hmm. and and how God has changed changed your life." I said, Mr. North, I said, for a little bit, I'll tell you about myself. And I did. I told him what kind of condition I was in when God saved me, a filthy, no-count, hell-bound, pagan, drunk,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And, uh, and and God was still still willing to, to come and get me where I was. And uh, well, anyway, when we got up to get off the plane, he said, I'm going to tell my children. He said, I'll talk to them tonight. He said, I'm going to tell my children I met you. And I said, Mr. North, I would give anything in the world if you would do me this one thing. He said, Name it. I, well, what is it? Uh, you you know, just name it. I said, Mr. North, would instead of you you telling your kids about meeting me, would you seriously think about what I what I talk to you about? Would you would you would you do that? And he said, uh, Yes, I will. Hmm. I will. And I said, you know, if you'll if you'll do that, I, I sure would appreciate it. And I said it would be the best thing in the world that's ever happened to you. Now, I, I don't ever know. And I guess I'll know on the on the shores of the everlasting mm-hmm. one day, but uh uh to this point I, I don't know whether Mr. North ever made a decision or whether he did or whether he didn't. Yeah. But uh but I do know that that uh uh that I, I presented the gospel as best I could
0: you planted a seed
1: you know for him to you know to accept it
0: yeah yeah and it may have, harvest may have been that day yeah uh, well,
1: and pro- maybe the connection because of the the music and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. was the thing that made it acceptable to say hey man you're never going to believe this mm-hmm. see if I'd have been a TV preacher you know especially you're a TV preacher aren't you mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> see that, that that's, a different that's category. yeah, that, that that would have meant something oh yeah we can, we can sit and watch them anytime we want to. Yeah. But, but this guy that I met, mm-hmm. this is that guy.
2: Yeah.
1: And I met him. He, and this is what he talked to me about. And see, again, that's what I would rather mm-hmm. anybody glean from anything in the world that my life has had anything to do with. Yeah. Would be the salvation of the soul. Yeah. In fact, on my tombstone, I would want written, he that winneth the soul is wise. Well, from
0: Proverbs. Yes. yes. Yeah. You've sung a lot of songs. What's the most personal song you've ever sung?
1: Uh, uh, probably uh, It Is Well With My Soul. When peace like a river attendeth my way, <laughs> when sorrows like sea billows roll. It, it, you know, it, it's, it, in other words, you know, the, I've accepted the lot in life that I have. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we've had—I don't know how many people. Seriously, I'm talking about true country music fans, Mm -hmm. and 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 other genres of music. So, man, why in the world were y'all not bigger than what you were? Man, them songs y'all did, man—they're still as popular today Mm -hmm. as they as they ever have been. Man, what? Why why were y'all not bigger? than what you were and uh it's the providence of god yeah. that's exactly what it is look I, I i i i come to reckon years ago look it it man y'all must have been at the right place at the right time you know y'all uh, man it, 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 this happened you know because of this and this happened because of that i see i i don't believe in the right place at the right time i i i, I don't i don't believe any of that yeah I, I literally believe in the providence of God and 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 whatever it is, mm-hmm. that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. And it's gonna be nothing less than that. Yeah. And it's gonna be nothing more yeah. than that.
0: And we catch glimpses of it every now and then. You know? And it could all be about a man named Tom North listening to you on yeah. an airplane and coming to a knowledge of his need of a savior.
1: Yeah. And and see that you know, that's the that's the things that you you know, we we get statues and trophies and all kind of, you know, d- d- what, I, what I've recognized on March the 15th, 1991 mm-hmm. was that God really honest and truly, Robert. He, he wasn't interested in the accolades
2: mm-hmm.
1: that, that I, we, Shenandoah, had achieved. He, mm-hmm. he wasn't interested in any of that. Look, he made the stuff those things were made out of. Mm-hmm. What God was more interested in anything else in the world was was the willingness, and the heart of somebody that would say, "Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, what I, I I'll do that." Yeah. And I've literally not been the same since, yeah. you know, and, and and even even through the failures of, of what I've done in life mm-hmm. uh, after professing and claiming that I'm a Christian, I am a Christian. Yes, sir. But I'm a I'm a uh well-beaten uh, uh, d- 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 soul that's that's been comforted and covered, mm-hmm. and taken care of and secure, because of who He is, not because of who I am or right. what I've done, but because of what He's done.
0: Yeah, it's all and
1: I mean. and that's that that's where I am. Yeah. You know, and it's only because of Him.
0: As I heard some as an author put it this way, and I love the way that this is put, because I identify with this, I am hobbling toward <laughs> holiness. You know, and It's all him. One of my favorite verses of scripture comes from the prophet Zephaniah. Zephaniah 317, it says, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In His love, He will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Is that not wonderful? Yeah,
1: I, I do believe that uh, that there, there's somebody that's listening. Mm-hmm. That 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 literally, even this very moment, they're literally questioning their salvation. Now, see that that that's not a bad thing. No. See that's that that in fact that's not a bad thing at all. A lot of times in churches, everybody feels like that's a bad thing because, man, if you think I'm going to get up and walk, to, if you think I'm walking to that, all you're out of your ever loving mind. <laughs> I'm a Sunday school teacher, mm-hmm. man. Ain't nobody in the world needs to be saved worse than you do. Yeah, I don't care if you're the pastor. That's right. So the thing about it is, is, is. I know good and well that there's somebody that may feel that way. And you know what? It doesn't really make any difference what position you hold in a church or Mm -hmm. whether you're just a church member. I I would say if you feel in your heart that that God's saying something to you, that he's letting you know in some way or another, only as God can speak to you, Mm -hmm. and God's saying, look, things ain't right. There's sin in your life. There's, there, there's things that we need to, we, we just need to get it cleaned up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then there's even some that would say, you know what, I, I don't believe that salvation is enough to get me to that point. And I don't know that I would meet God the way that I would want to meet God
2: mm-hmm.
1: on the day that I meet Him. And I would say that that more than anything else in the world would be the invitation of the person of the Holy Spirit That would be telling you that what you need to do more than anything else in the world is just say, whoa, what I need, I need the world to stop. I don't care what the new year has brought. I don't care what promises I've made a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago. It it doesn't make any difference. What matters is is what I need to do now for the rest of my life to eternity. Just say yes to Christ and and just accept Him to where He is. Mm. Because he's accepting you where you are. Yeah. You, in fact, you're not even everything that that you're going to be. When he gets done with you. Yeah. So just let him just 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 let him do with you what he wants. But the main thing is, and the most important thing is, is that that you allow yourself, you humble yourself enough to let God do with you what He wants to do. Yeah. And that is to take you in.
0: Amen. Amen. Marty, we could. We could talk until the new year, I do believe. <laughs> I've enjoyed our conversation. We've had several on-the-phone conversations, and I just want to thank you. You're always so gracious with your time, but we've had some good discussions. I'm hoping God in his providence allows us another time down the road, some time to, to, have, have, ha- to take this conversation a little further. I had about a half dozen questions I didn't even get to, but uh, I'm grateful for... Uh, just for your time, for your willingness, and I just want to thank you for coming to the table today,
1: brother. And I, I appreciate being able to, to sit at the table, yeah. especially to share what we've shared.
0: Yes, sir. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Uh, to have such a, a, wonderful God-given voice as you have, would you close us out today? Uh, if it's singing your favorite hymn, or the you, the you said the song that God is singing over you, or or just any song, would you just, just a cappella? end us out here on a song.
1: Yeah. Um, when peace like a river attendeth my way When sorrows like sea billows roll Whatever my life has taught me to say it is well it is well with my soul
0: amen thank you my brother (laughs) thank you glad to have a new friend going into the new year so those of you who are listening we'll be right back here every monday morning we give out the call Uh, Party of Redemption, your table, is now available. And we wish you a wonder-filled 2020. And may every step you take be the step that God wants you to take. May you see him in every aspect of your day, of your life, of your family, of your journey. And may you hear these words spoken to us by our brother. The challenge there that God is just, Christ is ready to say, come on, I forgive you. Uh, Follow me, trust me. I just thank you again, Marty, for coming to the table. God bless you. God
1: bless you, brother. I appreciate you, Robert.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you.